Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, September 15th, Friday, September 16th. I'm a little late today, folks, because I, I've been trying to dig into something that somebody shared and without much success, partly because I've been uh, wrestling. It's that time of year. Everything is changing, weather changing. So I've been wrestling with the sinus. But someone sent me an article that is very interesting. And this is, let me tell you, this has been one of the strangest weeks I've ever had in terms of the articles that people have been sending me. And so I decided I'm going to kick off this week's blogs by talking in this news and views about something very, very strange. An article that was sent to me by one of the regular contributors here at the website and this article has me absolutely stymied because I don't know whether this article's claims or the site are true. So why am I bothering you with it? Because something in my intuition tells me that even if the site or the article is dubious, there's a kernel of truth here that we need to pay attention to. Now the article is titled Vladimir Putin, colon, George Soros is wanted, quote unquote, dead or alive, a threat to Russian national security. That's the title of the article. Now, this article, I want you to note, is dated September 4th, 2016. This date is very important, as we're going to see. Now, I want to read here three sections, kind of from the very beginning of this article, then toward the middle, and then toward the very end, and give you my speculations on what this article may mean, and particularly if we assume that it is true. I, I tend to think it is because the website that it's from does not look like it's a um, fly-by-night website. However, uh, it is a website that is unfamiliar to me, all right? So let me put that right out there and, and give that as a caveat. Now, the article, again, titled Vladimir Putin, colon, George Soros is wanted, quote, dead or alive, unquote, a threat to Russian national security. And here's how the article begins. Russia has officially declared that billionaire George Soros is a wanted man in their country cutting him and his organizations as, citing him and his organizations as, quote, a threat to Russian national security, unquote. Putin banned Soros from Russia last year due to the fact that Soros helped to nearly destroy the Russian economy in the 1990s, unquote. Now, that much is true. We do know that Soros and his organizations and many other so-called non-government organizations have been banned in Russia as threats to national security because many of them, as we know, are CIA fronts for initiating covert operations. And we all know Mr. Soros's role in the problems that emerged in the Ukraine. There was no Russian aggression there. Uh, the Crimea was always a part of Russia. This idea that somehow Russia is acting aggressively here is, is, in my opinion anyway, absolute nonsense. But now let me skip down a few paragraphs in this article and then read for you the following. Quote, Soros is certainly old 
And indeed, he's one of these old people that doesn't seem ever to die, even as their face is sagging off of, uh, their skin is sagging right off their face. But he doesn't want to be obsolete. His organization has recently been caught conducting covert operations designed to destabilize Russia. Again, nothing new there. Here's an interesting quotation from the leaked files of Soros's Open Society Foundation. Now listen to this quotation from Soros's leaked emails very carefully, because the language here is carefully and deliberately contrived to be ambiguous. Quote, Our inclination is to engage in activities and with actors that will understand and counter Russian support to movements defending traditional values. Naming and shaming from us is problematic. We are also in the business of channeling money into other countries for political purposes, unquote. According to Butler, this was all Soros's own infection. Soros wanted to bring down Russia's traditional families. He wanted to turn Russia into a zoo, but he had to use terms such as democracy to deceive the masses. Now, Russia, it's interesting that this is specifically mentioned Russia's support for traditional movements and so on. Now, it's interesting because Russia has had and is using its uh, soft power culture card, namely Eastern Orthodoxy, Russian Orthodoxy, in a very major way. And we've seen this uh, kind of post-postmodern critique of the whole globalist Western system beginning in Russia and expanding, of course, to Hungary with uh, Prime Minister Orban in Hungary. So again, this is ringing very true to me that this is what's going on here. Now, skipping all the way down to the end of this article, quote, Russia obviously had enough of this man and eventually forbade him to enter the country. They eventually called him and his subversive organizations a, quote, threat to Russian national security, unquote. And again, that's true. Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban has said similar things. F. William Engdahl argued last January that, quote, George Soros, the hedge fund speculator turned self-proclaimed philanthropist, <laughs> and his tax-exempt foundations are an integral part of that preemptive war machine, unquote. Now, all of this is occurring, again, let's remember, under the title of the article, which is Vladimir Putin, George Soros, is wanted dead or alive, a threat to Russian national security. In other words, it's the title here that disturbs me because there's nothing in the article to indicate that Putin has said this or indicated this to any of his uh, cabinet ministers or any prominent Russian official has come out and actually said, uh, so to speak, that we want him dead or alive. And that means, of course, if that's true, that the Russian uh, intelligence services have essentially a uh, contract on the man. All right, now, this is what interests me here. It's precisely that headline, because I'm assuming this is true and for the sake of argument. And the reason I think that this is something to watch here, folks, is I've been arguing for a very long time that, that as we near the end game, 
towards establishment of some sort of global order. You're watching the factional infighting increase dramatically as to who's going to sit atop the pyramid. And very definitely the Anglosphere, the Anglo-American Alliance, particularly the American globalists, people like the Rockefellers, Soros, the Rottenchilds, and so on and so forth, as I like to call them, want to sit on top of the pyramid. And they do not want a society based on recognition of the individual, of individual sovereignty. They do not want anything that would recognize um, traditional values or anything of the sort. They are about destroying that because that stands in the way of their goal. And Russia, of course, under Mr. Putin, has been sounding the uh, critical alarm against this globalist dogma that international corporations can and should run everything and that the nation state is obsolete. They've been arguing, in my case, in some cases very persuasively, that this is not true. So we're looking at what appears to me to be a kind of acknowledgement that these people are quite literally taking out hits, contracts on each other, and that we're looking at possibly a kind of mafia war that is now perhaps going to go hot, and this is the key point here in my speculation, that is now perhaps going to go hot as these people attempt to take out each other's leadership. And the reason I think this article is so extremely interesting is the date, September 4th. We saw just a few days ago President Putin's chauffeur uh, dying in a very, very strange car accident that looks to me as if someone overpowered the controls of the car and deliberately crashed and killed the man. And we've seen Russia is designing its own cars for its officials, its limousines, uh, the cortege, I think it's called, uh, for its officials. So there is something going on here behind the scenes. I think the thing is now heating up. And one final historical point here to bear in mind as you evaluate this article yourself and that is a few years ago, you recall the incident of, of the Russian oligarch that was killed by polonium poisoning, all right? And everybody pointed the finger at Mr. Putin and the Russian intelligence services having done this. That may or may not be true. There could be any but number of people that would want to take him out. But it does fit the pattern here, and I think you're going to see more of this. I think the chauffeur accident now in the context of this article means that uh, they're sending messages to each other and things are starting to heat up. And let me be very clear here. If that reading of this situation is true, then even if, you know, perish the thought, they were successful in assassinating someone like Mr. Putin or Mr. Soros, it's not going to stop there, all right? This could turn into a full-fledged kind of covert operation mafia war and of course they're going to have a compliant media to dress all of these things up as accidents and lone gunmen and so on and so forth so this is one to watch folks this may be an emerging trend this may not be an emerging trend but i think this article is very very important even if it is uh not coming from the most reliable of sources Definitely something to watch. I think there's a kernel of truth here. So that's it for this week's news and views, everybody. I'll see everybody on the flip side. 
Take care and God bless.